We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. In case you hadn't noticed from the published dates on past episodes, I broke up my rhythm and stopped recording for a while. On this episode, I'll be interrupting my usual discussions on current events and issues hitting society nowadays to go into an important reason as to why I put the temporary break on this podcast. But not to worry, because podcasting is a newfound passion of mine that I'm very excited to keep doing. And on top of podcasting, sharing with you my take on things that have been happening lately in the country and the world has always been something that I enjoy. So I don't foresee me halting that all of a sudden. Now with that out of the way, let's get back to the episode. Welcome to Intentionally Mouthy, a lifestyle podcast on sass, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, hosted by Annie Paul Murphy. Annie is a naturalized U.S. citizen, originally from Colombia, on a mission to show the world the Hispanic conservative millennial point of view. Join the sassy and sometimes politically incorrect Latina as she explores unconventional ideas and introduces you to new and neat happenings all over. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Intentionally Mouthy. I'm your host, Andy Paul Murphy. And as always, I invite you to check out more about this podcast, including show notes and resources online at podcast.anniesaidso.com. I'd like to start first by getting a big elephant out of the way. Why the hell have I been gone for so long? Well, let's get to the beginning of the story, okay? Maybe not the actual beginning, though, because there's been considerable progress since then but rather the um, explainable, more recent beginning. Around last summer in 2018, I started feeling some odd pains down my back and torso. These pains caused me to shift first a little, then a lot, while walking, and I began to need more and more rest after walking for really short periods of time. Now, no one knew what was causing or worsening that, so a specialist ordered some MRIs to try to get to the bottom of it. Um, This was in August 2018. Now about those noises you're hearing, I'll explain. They're actually what you hear from the inside of an MRI machine, with the exception that in reality, they're very loud. I figured I'd add some ambience to my MRI story, but don't worry, I won't make them much louder. Let's get back to the story. Now have you ever had an MRI done? If you never have, I tell you right now that I'm not the best judge of what they're like because I actually happen to not mind them. Um, I've had a few done in my life and whereas some people find them to be super jarring and one of the most unpleasant, awful things I've ever experienced, especially if they're claustrophobic, I really don't mind them. Um, I might even go to a point of saying I kind of like them. In fact, I actually find them to be quite relaxing especially once I know they likely hold the answer to whatever might be hurting me at the time. Anyway, that specialist I mentioned before, the one who ordered the MRIs, um, she left the country, and a colleague of hers took over. He met with my husband and I to discuss the MRIs that I had just taken the day before and concluded there wasn't anything wrong. Really. According to him, my back was fine, and I had no issues to worry about. Frustrated, but relieved, but mostly frustrated because I 
did not have an answer yet, or so we thought. We left his office and left it at that. Now, a month later, I met with another specialist who, instead of looking at the MRIs, said he didn't know what I had or how to make me better either. He also prescribed me some drug to see if I had a certain condition. I didn't. And I stopped taking it because it was only causing side effects. No good thing was coming from the drug. And me not being fan, a fan of drugs anyway, I was happy to stop it because it really was just not bringing any good things, only bad things. Um, just like nausea, pretty much nothing worse than that. Months go by and my situation doesn't get better. In fact, I think it worsened. At some point, I even start using a cane for walking at times. During that time, we left on a couple of vacations, but they unfortunately didn't feel much like vacations to me because of these new struggles. Then my family came across a functional medicine practitioner who wasn't a doctor, but who specializes in finding alternative causes to people's ailments and who had decades worth of knowledge of the matter. To start a metabolic type diet, they first have to find what your metabolic type is. And that's done through um, this like online test. Um, and they ask you things like, I don't know, how do you do with beef or meats and stuff? Like, do you have tummy issues after you eat um, these kinds of foods? Um, how, I don't know, just questions like that. Like, do you, are you tired usually? What do you feel like after you eat um, vegetables or sugars and whatever? And so from then, um, the person, the results come back and you come back with, an, or rather you find out what your um, metabolic type is. And then instead of, I mean, they try to sell you things, obviously, because they got to make money also somehow. I guess the test costs money, but it probably just doesn't bring them enough. And so, um, but they also kind of develop like this dietary plan for you. Um, it's not really like a weekly planning thing. They just tell you, okay, you have to eat more of these and less of these. So for instance, I was supposed to um, increase my intake of like, say, veggies and not necessarily fruits because you know, this person said that fructose is like sugar and which it is, fructose is a sugar, but um, they were convinced that, you know, my pension for fruit was causing some of these issues because it's like I'm basically eating sugar slash poison. Um, and so I was supposed to eat more vegetables and uh, fewer meats and all that stuff. And, um, you know, just things like that, not Anyway, um, the diet has its merits. I'm not going to say that it didn't. And I actually did start um, abiding by it. I'll go into that in a second. Um, but yeah, they, this person, you know, they thought that this diet was a possible, um, I guess, solution, big time solution for what was um, impacting my health. Um, so this person also, the practice, also ordered some tests and from them we saw that I supposedly had abnormally high levels of a number of metals. This is key, actually, and in a few minutes you'll see why. Based on these results and the fact that I had received Botox injections on my neck and back for other related issues for a couple of years prior, um, this person prescribed me a bunch of supplements and other dietary changes such as like drinking black tea every day, drinking veggie juices, and eating cassava, root, or yucca. Um, more often, among other suggestions. Now, I wasn't new to yucca and stuff, um, or as we call it in Spanish, yuca. 
It's delicious. And um, pretty much every Hispanic person grows up eating it and, you know, knowing about it. Uh, let's see. So in essence, I began to take my um, supplements and drink those veggie juices. Now, here's a non-sponsored review of the veggie juices that I drank at this time. Again, no one has paid me to say this, okay? I just genuinely couldn't get enough of these guys. And if you want an easier way to consume your daily veggies and fruits, they are it. They're by a brand called Suja, S-U-J-A. And as far as we know, they can be found at Sprouts, Whole Foods, Smith's or Kroger, and Walmart. There are many varieties, but my favorite ones are those with beets. And then some that are called um, Mighty Dozen. Vibrant probiotic and green delight. That apple, banana, mango, etc. combination is exquisite. They're delicious, all of them. And if you're trying to increase your veggie and fruit intake, I highly recommend them. And by all of them, I meant my favorites. There were some that I could not stand because they tasted like vinaigrette. Also, funny story, um, my husband can't stand any of them. <laughs> so even the one that's like, it has, among its ingredients, um, strawberry and raspberry. He couldn't like that one. And that one is vibrant probiotic, and I really like it. So, you know, he he likes to work out and he likes his protein, but I'm more, you know, I, I can, I guess, tolerate salads and veggies more. So um, take that with a grain of salt. If you like protein and don't prefer veggies, you might not like these juices. But if you do like veggies and fruits, um, and you need to increase your intake, and you're looking for an easier way to do that, again, you should really try them. Um, you know, I highly recommend them, to be honest. At first, I went to local juiceries, um, you know, in the area that, uh, like, those, you know, like, I guess, hipster places where they go and make your juices on demand um, daily, but those are super expensive, not as tasty, and definitely not worth your money. Suja juices, however, they contain no added sugar or preservatives, but they will last you almost like two months in the fridge, which is fantastic. And they really are that good. Enough to warrant this non-sponsored review that'll end right now. As I was saying, along with the juices I started drinking daily, I also had about a dozen or so supplements I'd have to take, also every day, including some CBD oil drops and a CBD balm I could rub on my back where it hurt. I also saw a Feldenkrais practitioner a couple of times. It went on like this for about three months. During those three months, there wasn't any progress whatsoever. None. The only thing that was helping? Rest, actually. Lots of rest. And whose idea was it for me to rest more? My physical therapist, who is a godsend, and I had actually been seeing her for a while. Anyway, after resting more regularly and sometimes for prolonged periods of time, I was starting to be able to walk straighter and pain-free for at least a few minutes more regularly, which was incredible. Sometimes I was so relaxed that I could even dance a little bit. After about three months of these supplements and stuff, it came time for me to retest and see whether those metals levels had decreased and what kind of progress I had been making, if any. For reasons that I won't get into on this episode... Um, those retests actually didn't happen. Instead, by then, I had realized that I wasn't achieving prolonged, consistent improvement. This functional medicine individual always implied that it was the metals and the Botox's fault and that I, had, I just had 
to keep doing what I was doing and be patient. But we thought there could be something else at play. I mean, after all, it's insanity, right? To keep doing the same thing over and over and expect different results. So in early March, we visited a pain specialist who within minutes, he looked at the MRI reports and the images from August and saw that I had at least one herniated disc around my mid-back since at least August, you guys. Because if it was found in August, who knows when the hell I herniated that disc. That is seven to eight months that I had been living in complete agony and all because a doctor and another specialist I went to go see a month later originally ignored those reports. So now here I am, weeks later, I've begun treatment for that herniated disc, um, like in the form of epidurals and more physical therapy and more rest, and I can say I've been getting better. Remember when I said to keep in mind those metals that it, um, the metals test that I took earlier because I was going to bring them up again? Now they're back. When I showed the metals lab results to the doctor who found the herniated disc recently, he said that it couldn't possibly be normal for someone with my healthy habits and lifestyle to have such high levels, and he even questioned the integrity of those labs before suggesting that I get them retaken, but this time through an actual doctor uh, in a more reliable and better known laboratory. Truly, I had always practiced a healthy lifestyle, so it was weird for me to see and believe at first how those tests found what they did. I don't know, but I still, I guess, naively trusted them. I don't have those results yet because I haven't taken the test yet, but I look forward to going through that because I'm really curious to see where I am with that. I also look forward to sharing more of my healing journey with you. Speaking of which, that is why I want to share an update as to my recent goings on with you. I realize not very many of you may be listening at the moment, but I still care to let you know that I'm still here and that it makes my day when you stop by because I'm not going anywhere. I want you to know that I'll be coming back. I'll keep coming back for this podcast. I care about it a lot and I still care about sharing my take um, with all of y'all and I want you to know that it means a lot to me that you are listening. So anyway, back to that practitioner from before. They still don't know that I had a herniated disc all that time. I had to send them my MRI reports, and although they're not responsible for diagnosing anything, and I know that, I nevertheless found it odd that they either, I guess, failed to look at those reports, like ignore them, or that um, they may have failed to let us know about the part where it explicitly explains, granted, in medical verbiage that I initially didn't understand or looked through more deeply, that I had a, a disc herniation. Further, this person has decades of supposed experience, but they ended up jumping to conclusions related to vaccine injuries, of all things. And at that point, um, when my family found this person, I think we're all just desperately looking for answers. And, you know, their answers seem genuine enough. Time will tell us if it truly was. Thank goodness I sought other specialists, though, and I've been getting good, genuine care with my team. Okay, so by now you're probably wondering, where does that leave me? Well, I recently discovered wood burning, and it's definitely another big, big passion of mine. But because I can't sit down or hunch over for long periods of time to burn, I had to stop that too, at least for the time being. However, 
I am looking to ways in which I don't have to hunch over so that I may more easily take advantage of the zen and relaxation I get from wood burning. Time flies when I'm burning good. If any of you have, you know, a hobby, a passion that just makes you zone out and just because you love it so much and time flies and, you know, basically like time goes away when you're doing it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's an amazing feeling and I'm not going to give up. Next week, um, I have another MRI to look into potential injuries on another region of my back. Yay! I certainly look forward to seeing those results, and this time I'll make sure to thoroughly check the reports with a dictionary on hand. I also want to record an update or several to this update to let you know where things are, in case any of you might be going through the same thing and or are being treated by, shall I say, careless doctors. Likewise, our husky border collie puppy, Archer, has also been staying with my parents, who already have two dogs and two cats. I know, my parents are saints. Um, That is because I'm currently physically unable to care for him during the day while I'm at home and my husband is at work, since I have to take it really, really easy. It's almost like I'm a step above bed rest, kind of, where I can still move around our house, you know, do some work online and do what I may need to do. But in actuality, I have to mainly worry about getting rest, letting my muscles rest, and getting better so that I can go back to the old me who was way more active. And let me tell you, I cannot wait for that. I know it's coming soon, but I nevertheless look forward to that a lot because although I'm an only child, I'm more used to being independent and not the center of attention, to be honest. Unfortunately, these back issues have kind of reversed all that. So you can see why I'm done and I've been officially done with them for a while. As for this podcast, like I said before, you don't have to worry about a thing because intentionally mouthy isn't going anywhere. I enjoy this too much to throw in the towel over something that I can realistically and thankfully work around. Kind of like wood burning. I may not be able to produce episodes as regularly as I originally intended for now, but I can still whip out some here and there just so you don't miss out on my take on things. So with that, I'll say I'll be back before you know it. I have lots of good episodes planned out that I can't wait to produce and record. Podcasting is way fun, and I'm very excited for what lies ahead and to get to know you better. Until next time, make today great. And don't forget to visit podcast.anniesetso.com for show notes and more. See ya! Please listen carefully. Hey, listeners. Want to check out podcasts but our hands free? No, I'm not going to sell you anything. Don't worry. Instead, I want to teach you some nifty little tricks you may not know about and that you can use on your iPhone and Android phones. If you use Siri, just ask for help. For instance, say things like, Hey, hmm, play Intentionally Mouthy. Play my newest podcast. Or play the first episode of Intentionally Mouthy. And did you know that you can also ask Siri for information about the podcast that is currently playing and request to be subscribed? For example, you could say, hey, what podcast is this? Or subscribe to this show. If you have an Android phone, yes, you can also do this. Just simply ask Google Assistant to, you know, just, hey, listen to Intentionally Mouthy or play Intentionally Mouthy. Or listen to the latest episode of Intentionally Mouthy. Now, the reason why I kept saying, hey, hmm, is because I actually greeted Google 
and our Google Home, even though it's kind of far away, it picked it up and it started playing my podcast as I was reading the instructions on um, on the little, little script that I developed for this. And so I had to pre-record it. Um, and I just decided to say, instead of, you know, the keywords, I just said, hey, <laughs> so that it wouldn't pick anything up because it actually did it. So it works and you need to try it. It's actually a cool little trick. Um, that some people may not know and uh, you know in case you didn't know now you do uh, so let me know if these work and as always you know feel free to send me any podcast recommendations that you like I like um, discovering new podcasts hopefully you're recommending mine too um, happy listening and I'll chat with you soon make today great as always Thanks for listening to Intentionally Mouthy. If you like the show and want to know more or find the free resources we talked about, check out podcast.anniesaidso.com. If you love this episode, head over to iTunes or Google Podcasts to leave a positive review and subscribe for free. Did I mention free? Thank you.